Hello, welcome to the Millennial Music Entrepreneurs Podcast. I am your host, Andre Flood. And I'm recording this podcast at a time I usually don't record podcasts, interestingly enough. So, I mean, I don't have a set time with when I record these podcasts. Usually it's in the midday afternoon time, after I've done some work, after I had some time to kind of have some thoughts form in my mind that are worth discussing. But today is a little bit different because it's only 7 o'clock and I'm in the middle of my morning guitar practice, which is part of my, you know, I don't want to say my ritual, but it's part of something that I do to continue to improve on guitar. I do it first thing in the morning to make sure that I don't skip it. Um, because for anyone who's ever worked on a habit, a new habit or a habit that's really important to you, you'll know that as you go longer in the day, it gets harder and harder to do things that are mentally taxing, that require you to sit down and focus, so on and so forth. So I always do my guitar practice first thing in the morning. And this is when I should be doing that practice. I started it. I'm about 30, 40 minutes in. And something has been gnawing at me while I'm practicing. And it's another realization. And uh, let's talk about it. So if you listen to the last podcast, you may know that I set this goal of releasing uh, two or three courses. Actually, I'm not even sure what I said. I might have said three or four courses, but I set this goal of releasing more than one course in the in about a seven to 10 day time span or so. And so we're at about, I don't know, eight days or so. And I have two courses that are almost ready to be released. All I have to do is maybe film the intro, which will take, you know, 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, and put together some of the supporting materials. But all of the designing is done. All of the marketing videos are done. All of the lessons are, of course, done. They're pretty much done for the most part. So I should be able to finish these and, you know, I could finish it today if I didn't have things to do today. In all actuality, I could finish these in one day, but it might take two days because of my schedule this week. And so the question is, what did it take for me to go from nothing to two full courses with really nice marketing videos and uh, different, everything? What did it take to do that in seven, eight days? And that's why I have to turn on the camera today or the audio recorder, right? So I have a few different things that I'm always working on in my life. One of those things is obviously guitar. One of these, one of those newer things is business, as you know, hence the podcast and entrepreneurship. But a third thing is always health and fitness. I'm always trying to stay healthy, you know, exercise, keep my cardiovascular health together, work out eat healthy. And when I set this goal of recording these courses, I jumped so far head first into it that it consumed basically all of my time all day long for the last seven or eight days. And Let me tell you a little bit about what I do fitness-wise. I have a goal of doing about 10,000 steps a day. 
burning about 700 or 800 or so calories through exercise. So if I'm doing walking, it'll be through walking and through like stationary biking because I have that at my house. And I also had the goal of lifting weights, you know, two to four times a week. And in order to release all of these courses, I had to basically cut everything back to just doing my steps and basically not lifting weights or not going to the gym pretty much at all for the last eight days. And to be honest, the week before I started to release the courses, I also had a very, very busy week. And so it really has been something like almost two weeks or basically two weeks without a real lifting workout. I went to the gym maybe once or twice, touched the weights, you know, tickled the weights, but I didn't really have a workout per se. And okay, that's what I usually do. One of my fitness goals lately and really for my whole life has been to get to this certain body weight that I'm comfortable with. I've never gotten there in all of my years of working out. And it takes a lot of maturity to get there and a lot of discipline to get there. And um, I feel like I just finally started a path of the right amount of discipline and the right amount of focus and knowledge to get there in about August or so. And so I've been doing fairly well. I've been getting to goals I had never gotten to before. But as you may be starting to see the picture that I'm painting, in order to jump head first into the building these courses, I had to basically dramatically decrease, you know, by like 98% how much time I go to the gym, which it was which wasn't much to begin with. And as a result, my goal of this weight loss thing has stagnated and slowly started to turn the other way. So I I haven't let myself go, right? I I would not be that extreme to say that. Because in two weeks, you can't really destroy your health for the most part, right? We're not talking about doing drugs. We're talking about skipping lifting weights um, for a couple of weeks, not even, you know. So I don't want to be dramatic and act like, oh, my God, I'm so fat and out of shape now. That's not the case. But my point in saying this is that I have started to go the opposite direction of where I wanted to go. And um, I know this because I take very diligent notes. So I weigh myself every morning. I have an app that does the averages and gives you trends and predictions. And this morning, well, really, it's been trending in the wrong direction for the last four or five days. But you have to allow your body time to, you know, to have fluctuations. No one's a machine. But this morning, looking at the data, I now have a very, very clear idea that if I keep doing things in this manner, then I will start to really set myself back with my fitness goals. And I guess there's a lesson to be learned there to begin with. There's a few lessons that I'm thinking about right now. One lesson is one that I already knew for myself, which is why I'm this diligent. And that is when you're doing something, be it a health goal, 
be it a, pra- a guitar practice goal, a business goal. I think that it's very, very important that you keep notes on what you're doing and, and your progress. And I did this even when I was writing my dissertation. Every morning I had an app where I would sit down and I would set the timer to keep track of how many hours I worked on it because I knew that I had to work on it for a certain amount of hours a day in order to finish it. And there's this saying, you know, what gets tracked gets done or what gets measured gets completed, something along those lines. And then a lot of scientific research, um, there's a lot of research showing that just when you start tracking your habits, you're more likely to continue doing them or to do them better. Just be, just the act of tracking them, even if you don't analyze the data, that's enough to dramatically increase your performance. And so I take that very seriously. And as a result, I track how many hours I practice. I track my weight every morning. And I have been doing that for probably, I don't know, 10 years, something crazy. And since I'm this in tune with my habits and what I care about and what I want to do, I know in five days, okay, I'm starting to go in the wrong direction. And as a result, I can change course. Okay, I can see the trends and say, okay, you're starting to trend in the wrong direction. Your goal, for example, your goal was to lose 0.8 pounds this week and you have gained 0.2 pounds. Okay. And again, you might be thinking that's crazy, but the point is that if you are diligent in measuring your habits, you can course correct before things get bad. Setting a goal of losing a half a pound and actually gaining uh, a fifth of a pound, that's the difference of less than one pound. That's the difference of 0.7 pounds, okay? But the point is that if you can actually measure that to some degree of accuracy with averages, then you know ahead of time, I need to change my actions now. And if I hadn't been measuring, I might have actually thought everything was going fine and I wouldn't have known things were going in the wrong direction until I couldn't fit my jeans anymore, right? Or until I could see my face noticeably more uh, fat. We'll just use the word fat. And what I want you all to focus on, I don't want you to focus on, I don't want you to focus on the numbers I'm telling you or the obsessiveness with tracking your weight. It's not the point. The point is not the weight. The point is not 0.2 pounds or 0.5 pounds. The point is that because I was tracking these habits, I could, I had very early detection of the for, of the coming future and I was able to correct it. Or I'm, I, have the, I have the opportunity now to correct it, I should say. For those of you who need a different example, because all these numbers make no sense to you, um, there's a reason why doctors recommend that we do annual checkups, okay? And we, we do annual checkups because if you go to the doctor once a year for your annual checkup, they can spot something early that may kill you in three years. Okay. If you catch breast cancer, 
at stage one when it's barely a lump because you were doing your regular um, you know, appointments. I don't know how regularly a woman should do that, but follow my example. Just, just follow me here. If you do it regularly, like the doctors recommend, and they find this very, very small lump, very, very small early on, I don't want to say it's easy. I don't want to say it's easy to take care of that issue, okay? Because it's not. But it's far easier to take care of that issue. And you have a far greater chance of surviving than if you had waited until it was stage four and now spreading through the rest of your body and now you're dead in six weeks, okay? I probably shouldn't make an example that extreme um, because we're just talking about something very benign in, in, in my life, but... It's all the same underlying principle in, in life in general, okay? It's all the same thing. If you were to try smoking cigarettes and you smoked one with your friends one day just because you wanted to be cool and you're like, okay, whatever, that's no big deal. And then the next week you smoked two and then the next week you smoked three you can continue doing that until one day you're smoking two packs a day. And that's how it happens for a lot of people. But if you stopped that week three and said, hold on, I smoked one cigarette one week, two the second week, and right now I'm trying to smoke three this week. This is a habit that's forming and it's getting worse. If I stop now, I can save myself a huge addiction headache, a huge quitting headache. I'm going to stop right now and correct these things. Okay. And so in tracking my guitar practice and seeing that my hours of practice have decreased and tracking my weight and seeing my weight has slowly, ever so slightly creeped up in terms of the average, right? I can see that, yeah, there's no way to put this much attention into creating these courses without something else giving. Without my practice giving, without my Fitness goals giving without my ability to maintain discipline, giving a little bit. And here's the important thing right now. When you realize that, when you realize things are starting to, to go in the wrong direction for whatever your situation is, does that mean that now I need to go and work out for three hours and kill myself in the gym because I'm going to fix everything that the last two weeks caused. No, no. Now at one point in my life, I would have done that, right? I would have said, okay, I'm going to crash diet and I'm going to go to the gym and lift weights for three hours and do two hours of cardio. Like it's a younger me would have did that, which would have been stupid. And actually, if we're being really really analytical about this. Having this data doesn't even tell me that I need to change things right this second. Okay. But having the data gives me a chance to stop for a second and to decide what I need to do and what I want to do moving forward. So I could stop right now and say, you know what? Today I need to make sure I get to the gym and then I'll work on my courses afterward. I can make that choice because I have the data. Or I could say to myself, you know what? 
the courses are going to be done in literally two more days. I'll do another 0.1 pound of damage in two days. It's worth it. I'm going to continue to dive into this. And then right afterward, I'll get back to my normal habit. I And I won't make that mistake in the future. Or maybe I will do that in the future. Okay? Maybe I will. There's nothing wrong with saying I'm going to pause my progress and other aspects of my life for one and a half weeks because I need to really focus on this one thing. There's nothing wrong with that. And that was likely the right decision. But I think it's important to know that you're doing that thing. It's important to know that you are doing it. And it's, it's important to know the repercussions of it, however small they might be. And so now moving forward, having done this, I know if worse comes to worse, well, not if worse comes to worse because why would I need to release two courses in an emergency? But you get what I'm saying. I know that for a fact I could, if given the right situation, spend seven days working, seven to 10 days and release two courses. I know I can do that. But now I also know that if I were to do that, I'm going to have to sacrifice other things. And I have a real example of how much I would have to sacrifice. Not a lot in this case, but enough for me to want to share it with you all. And I think that sometimes we watch television, we watch a show, or we see somebody. We'll just use the, we'll just keep continue to use this health and fitness example. But remember, the health and fitness example, the doctor example, the breast cancer example, these are all the same underlying thing. It's all the same thing. This is one of the fundamental principles of life from what I can tell. Okay, there's only a certain amount of days in the week, hours in a day. And there's only a certain amount of effort you have per day. And you can't give 100% effort to everything. And so here is, here's an example if we were to see this forward. And like we watch, like I was saying, we watch things, we see people in life. You know, my 800 pound life. And we think to ourselves, well, how did that person get to 800 pounds? And as someone with a, with a very addictive personality, I have a very addictive personality. When I see someone who's 800 pounds, I have no question of how they got there. I have no question whatsoever of how they got there. No judgment. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel bad. I, I, I wish they would have made different decisions, but like, it doesn't shock me. It doesn't confuse me. It doesn't like, I'm not prepondered. That's not a word. Um, whatever. I'm not confused by the state of them because I very much understand how you could let yourself get into any habit. And before you know what you look up and you're 800 pounds. Okay. I let myself get into many different habits over my life so far. Nothing with drugs or like, you know, abuse or anything like that. But 
it's very easy to let yourself slip into a habit, to get tunnel vision, to get into a cycle of pleasuring of some sort, and then to look up and realize, oh my God, it's been two years and look what I've become, positive or negative, right? And I think that since I'm someone who identified very early on that I have a very addictive, all-or-nothing personality, that has pushed me towards doing things like tracking my progress in life, my weight, my practice hours, my my courses, my finances, so on and so forth. Although I need to do better with tracking my finances. but And so we'll end with this piece. I don't think that everyone should try to be obsessive about things like I am. For example, tracking your weight every day can very, very quickly lead you to being obsessive about your weight and to being and to micromanaging your health. I've done that in the past. But if you're not going to track everything every day, which is not for everybody, I do think we should all I do think we should all find things that we care about and to track the progress of those things at least a little bit. Maybe you weigh yourself once or twice a week. The issue with weight is that you need enough you need enough data points to make an average, so I would say 3 times a week, but okay, so maybe you weigh yourself Monday, Thursday, Saturday or whatever, you know? Or maybe every every 5 practice sessions you practice you track your practice and you really focus on how that practice went and you notice oh man i realized that i've been taking out my phone every 7 minutes while practicing i need to stop doing that right checking in with yourself through a day of very formal attention given to your practice and tracking what you do with things that you care about can be incredibly enlightening and educational. And it can help you correct issues before they arise or help you decide new things you want to build in the future. And if you're like me and you already have a lot of habits, regular tracking can let you know well ahead of time when you're starting to go in the wrong direction. That's all for today. I'll talk to you all soon.